0: Uh, do they, the unsealing of the document, do you support that? Does he support that? Yes, I mean, if, if you think it will happen no matter what, I would like to see what the basis is for this. Let's remember that the real crime here that we have is that D.A. Bragg did leak that there were 30 to 34 counts. We already know that. That in itself is a felony. You are not to let that go. So uh, at this point, I mean, and, and I like Alina, everybody we in this don't country know to be the, treated the, the same no matter what We don't know if, if the D.A. leaked that information that is speculation well we don't have that information so well it's not speculation we don't have the information so it came from their office all right welcome back it's tuesday trump did take off from uh florida and head to new york getting ready to see what happens today we will see as the days go i'm sure we'll finally be able to find out everything he's being indicted for that should be pretty interesting to see what they're going after him for um until everything unfolds, there's not a whole lot more to talk about anything else beyond that is speculation. Um, uh, Don Lemon, I gotta be honest. I don't even know why the guy's still on CNN. CNN would be doing themselves a favor to get rid of him and save the money. You know, they, they would, their bottom line would be better off without Don Lemon because I'm sure they're paying him handsomely for being there and he's ineffective and really kind of a dope because everything that he does there is, uh, he gets himself in trouble in one way or the other. He doesn't have a lot of charisma. He's boring to watch. You can tell he's very one-sided, so he's not bringing you um, anything that you can consider to be real. And I think CNN would do themselves a favor to let him go. On the other hand, I probably the reason they do not let him go is if you buy into the whole liberal leftist ideology, which CNN does... Uh, You certainly can't fire a black gay man. That would be a big no-no in their circle. So I'm sure that's why he is able to hang on to his job. You see, they fired Cuomo, which actually pulled a larger audience than he did. Um, But they've kept him up to this point. And I'm assuming it's just because he meets uh, the checklist. Black, check, gay, check, perfect. We can't get rid of him. Sorry, you know, you gotta cut somebody else out. We You, you got to keep Don up there. He's bad as he is, we got to keep, keep him up there because otherwise we're going to get attacked. <sighs> All right. OPEC. Not a good look here. If you didn't like gas prices before, and if you don't like them currently, you're certainly not going to like them in the uh, near future. So if $3.50 bothers you, and if $5 bothered you, And if you have a diesel vehicle, as I do, if $4.70 bothers you, and if $6 bothers you, well, get ready. You're about to be bothered again. A group of OPEC Plus member countries on Sunday announced voluntary oil production cuts that will run from May through the end of the year. The surprise move entails a cut of about 1.15 million barrels per day and was led by Saudi Arabia, Iraq... The United Arab Emirates and Kuwait, Saudi Arabia's Ministry of Energy, excuse me, said in a statement that production cut is a precautionary measure aimed at supporting the stability of the oil markets. The move will likely cause prices to rise (laughs) as it falls out, which in turn would have a negative uh, effect on consumers and gasoline price increases. The average price of a U.S. gallon of gas right now is about 13 cents over last month at $3.50 a gallon, according to AAA. Gas prices are going to soar. That's uh, It's almost impossible for them not to at this point. Joe Biden was trying to keep the gas prices at bay by giving up our strategic oil reserve, which is a very, very poor idea. It's amazing how we had none, and we had none for years. Uh, Donald Trump comes in, He fills it all up. We got plenty of reserve there. Our country can function in wartime scenario. And then Joe Biden goes right behind him. And as he has stripped this country of being energy independent, he is stripping it of freedom. He is also stripping it of our protections. You see the military in its state. Well, this is not helping us if there is a war. Now, what are we going to do for ourselves? Question for you. Do you think that this has any tie to the fact that Saudi Arabia and China are getting more and more chummy <laughs> and they're willing to start wheeling and dealing and coming off the U.S. dollar going on to the Chinese dollar. Because I do. I I see that as a big problem that not only are they all making deals with the devil over there, but now they're telling the rest of the world that they're going to start cutting uh, cutting way back, cutting more over a million Barrels per day, they're going to cut out. Oh, the world, as as the world continues to get more difficult for us, less safe for us, and the Biden administration does absolutely nothing. I can't imagine there's a whole lot left in our reserve. He's been depleting it now for six plus months. I, I, I want to say, no, actually, it might be more than that. He might have started depleting it closer to a year ago. So, uh, God, time goes so fast. Uh, I can't imagine he's got a whole lot left. I'm sure he's going to run out soon. And the fact that now you can't even get oil from other countries because if they're going to slow down production, the price of gas is going to go through the roof. As now it becomes a more sought after commodity and it's going to do what the market does. So congratulations, Biden. If we were energy independent, And if we were still producing what we were producing and we were a leading export, as we were in the previous administration, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We certainly wouldn't be talking about China. We wouldn't be talking about Russia. We wouldn't be talking about Brazil and everybody else that's now jumping ship from the United States, Australia, and they're going and being uh, buddy old pals with China. We wouldn't be talking about any of that because Trump had all of this under control. The world respected America at that point in time. Now we're just a joke. Now we're a laughing stock to the entire world because of the way we're being run. We're being run by idiots. So they look at us like we're a bunch of idiots. And this is what happens when people do not take you seriously anymore. So if you were upset about gas prices in the past, as, as all of us were, even myself, get ready because it ain't going to get any better. In the future. Twenty twenty-four. I can't I can't begin to explain to you how important twenty twenty-four is. I I truly fear this is the final election of this United States. I believe if we don't win and you don't put somebody in there that is strong enough to turn the country around, do a 180, go in the other direction, and stand up, get everything stable again. I don't think we have a country beyond 2024. If Biden, by chance, was to win re-election, I think we're pretty much all done at that point. Uh, we, Our country cannot withstand anymore. I mean, we are at a breaking point. Internal fighting, crumbling of the financial system, war breaking out everywhere, and the people up top just don't care. Uh, they are content in their lives and... That's it. You know, you watch these old documentaries, and, this, and I'm going to tie these two together, but you watch these old documentaries, and why I say the people, the politicians, and everybody at the top don't care is they were uh, interviewing some actors from back in the day, and uh, they were actors around the Depression era. And they admitted, and they were open and honest, they admitted that they didn't really feel the impact in their lives that everybody else was feeling. They saw what was happening around them, but it didn't really touch them well that's what that, that is the scenario that we're we're seeing right now is that all of us are struggling all of us every week at the grocery store we're getting hammered every time you pull up to the gas pump you're getting hammered all the chaos that is erupting everywhere in the United States in itself we're the ones paying the price but all the fat cats up top their life continues on as it always has when you are financially stable enough where the money, aspect of this doesn't really impact your day-to-day life, there's not much they're going to worry about. They don't care about anything else. They are perfectly insulated up there in their little swamp. They're happy. They're going to tell you to do one thing, but you better not dare do that up there with them because they're going to shut you down immediately. It's insane, but that's the direction we're going in. So I don't believe that if Biden gets back in, I don't think we survive beyond that point. I think that we're going for a real rough ride. I mean, at at then that's probably an understatement of how it's going to be. But we're we're in for some trouble. Uh, House Democrats are cam- the campaigning arm are targeting dozens of seats in hopes to flip next year as the party um, is trying to reclaim the majority in the lower chamber. They want the House back. You know, they they have the Senate. They want the House back. That way, they could continue this. This agenda that they're doing. So they are going after, and then in the election next year, they're going after certain seats because they feel it's the same way it is right now. Let's say they take back the House and the Senate, but we win the presidency. Nothing good's going to get done. We could reverse some executive orders, but we're in a holding pattern as we're kind of in a holding pattern right now. Because say Trump was to win, he would stop every radical thing that they're going to do, he would veto the bill. And as long as they can't get a supermajority vote, there's nothing they could do about it. So we're still in a holding pattern, which would stop his ability to correct the ship. So, of course, they are figuring, well, if we're going to lose the presidency, let's just make sure to button everything up. We'll have the House and the Senate. And in that case, nothing moves. Nothing changes. It's limited on what Trump can and can't do. He can have some impact. But it wouldn't be the same as if he had the support of both chambers or at least one or the other. So, in next year's election, they are already admitting who they are gunning for. Their congressional campaign announced on Monday a list of 33 districts it considers in play for 2024. Uh, two open seats and 31 held by Republicans. So, they are going to go deep and they're going to go after all of these seats. I'm going to give you who they are. If they're in your area, yeah, you, know, you may want to pay attention because they're gunning for you in areas that they feel the seat can be flipped. Uh, Arizona District 1, David Schweikertz, Schweikertz, whatever. Arizona District 6, Juan Kisakomani, Let's just do districts. Okay, if you are in California District 3, California District 13, 22, 27, 40, 41, 45, they're coming hard in California. They're figuring that they can flip those six seats, and that would already just about give them the uh, majority in the uh, house. They're Colorado, uh, seat 3. In Florida, they want 13 and 27, so Anna Paula, Anna Paula Luna is up. Maria Alv- Maria Sal- uh, Jesus. Maria Salazar is up. Iowa, District 1 and 3, Michigan, 10, Montana, 1, New England, 2, New Jersey, 7, New York, District 1, 3, 4, 17, 19, 22, Oregon, District 5, uh, Pennsylvania, 1 and 10, Texas, 15, Virginia, 2, uh, Wisconsin, 1 and 3. If you are in any of those districts... They are gunning for you. They want that seat back and they believe that they have enough funding and they can campaign hard enough to reclaim those seats, in essence, taking back the House. I mean, this is, we got to pay attention. I know it's early and I know you guys are probably frustrated and elections have not gone our way in the past two elections, but at the same time, as frustrated as you are sitting down, giving up, not doing anything about it, it's worse. Because then you're just rolling over and dying and allowing the country to go in the direction it's going. I mean, for God's sakes, uh, you got a transgender we talked about yesterday on a Budweiser. Followed by the Country Music Awards, They're parading drags out in the Country Music Awards. I don't know what the hell country music's doing uh, these days. Country music is not what it used to be. I can tell you that much right now. As some of the country music that they have nowadays, you got to wonder to yourself, where it came from because it's not the way it used to be. And I'm not saying you got to hang on and there are always new and creative artists, but there's a lot of country music that in all, on all accounts shouldn't even be considered country music. Cause it don't even sound like country music, but now you got them up there in the country music awards parading around drags with all the fighting that we're doing about drag pedophile Queens With all the infighting between the parties, between the people that actually care about children and think it's inappropriate for children to be there, the Country Music Awards decides to put a show on with drag queens that is a show you can see nationally on television for every child to see. You think that was unintentional? You think they've chosen a side just like everybody else? Our country is out of control right now. There is no logic left in our country. When a Christian school is attacked by a transgender, a woman that goes in there and kills three innocent children and three innocent adults. And the White House is over here trying to sympathize with the girl who went in there and shot everything up and sympathize with the trans community, but don't give a damn about the Christian school that was attacked. Don't give a damn about our Constitution, freedom of religion. You know, they don't care about any of that. You can see that there is no common sense. There is no logic to what is happening now. Our country is a disaster. Now, some of this can be fixed if the right people are voted in place. It can also get a lot worse if the wrong people are in, are, are in Congress. So that's why it's important, even though it's early, for us to stay vigilant, stay on top of it. If you're in one of the districts that I mentioned, get out and make sure you support the person who's there right now. Talk to people. Have open dialogue. Have conversations. Try to convince people to see things the right way. It doesn't mean my way is always the best way, but I got to be honest. When I say that a drag show for minors is wrong, my way is the best way, and it's the right way and the only way. Uh, I was arguing, or not arguing, I had re- um, replied to a comment. There's some stupid pastor that wants to try to get uh, real cute about talking about Jesus Christ, and stuff like this gets on my nerves. And he's got this, uh, I forget what they're called, the scarf that they wear around them, and it's rainbow colored, and he said if Jesus calls himself a mother, then there's no problem for you to dress and drag. Oh, no, no, there's no problem unless you actually know the Bible. And if you actually know the Bible and you go to Deuteronomy 22.5, which as soon as he said it, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. If you go read the verse, it will tell you, and I'm going to give it to you simplified, women should not dress like men, and men should not dress like women. So sorry, that just eliminated your entire argument. So I don't know how you think you're a pastor or a priest or whatever the hell you think you are, Satan, Okay, that you're up there lying to people and telling people to believe this crap. And the sad thing is that you're going to have a lot of people that do believe it because I cannot begin to tell you the amount of people that have never read the Bible. And I ain't even talking about people that aren't religious or people that aren't Christians or I'm talking about even people in your church. I bet you if you were to go around and ask people in your church, have you read the Bible front to back? I bet you the percentage of people that have never in their lives read the entire Bible front to back will scare you. It will absolutely scare you. You I myself have and do if you read three chapters a day it takes you a year you but you read through the entire bible so every day you sit down take 15 minutes to read three chapters and you're done start with one one two and three boom you're done for today go on to the next one some days you may read a little longer some days you may read a little shorter but if you read every day you'll go all the way through it and you will learn going through it how these false preachers how wrong they truly are, because all the answers you're looking for, believe me, are inside that book. So, like I said, my way is the right way, the only way, and the correct way, okay? <laughs> plain and simple. It's right there in plain text. Again, you can look it up for yourself. Deuteronomy 22:5. 5. Go read it for yourself. King James Version, I always recommend. Uh, every time they try to translate it I don't know. Take something away from it. Reading the King's English is not that difficult. Yeah, you know, I mean, you you get used to it if you've read if you've read through the Bible uh, continuously. All right. Town Hall reported because migrants coming across the border makes our country so much safer. I mean, it, it, it's never a problem. A hotel cleaning worker is suing New York City after she was attacked by a woman. The hotel was housing. Uh, That she worked at the city had begun housing people who illegally crossed the US Mexico border and then were released by border patrol at hotels across the Big Apple amid a shortage of housing options. Apparently, the woman that was cleaning the room 65 years old, um, there was a dispute between her and the woman staying in the room where the woman staying in the room accused her of stealing her necklace. She said she did not steal her necklace and she doesn't touch anybody's stuff. And she continued to clean the room. Well, after that, uh, the woman that was staying in the room, the illegal immigrant that was staying in the room, got violent. She verbally and physically assaulted the old lady um, because over the dispute over the necklace. So she is now suing New York City because she's tired of dealing with situations like this. And obviously, it's putting a lot of stress on these people. And it's also a lot of stresses on the illegal immigrants, to be honest with you. If you've seen the videos, you see that the immigrants are frustrated with the situation. The people in New York are frustrated with the situation. The cleaning staff's frustrated. Everybody's frustrated because the situation is wrong. Because we should be protecting the border and keeping the amount of people flooding in to a minimum so that way they can actually be placed in the right situations that you can be in a housing unit like you're supposed to be in and you're not supposed to be in hotels now i know i know that people listening to this will probably say well whose fault is that you got republicans busting them there well okay with that being said this is not only happening in new york this is a uh incident in new york where she's taking a stand and she's going to sue the city for not doing the right thing there but if you are in a border town This is how they get the message out to people because the little uh, few, maybe 10,000 people that they decide to drop into your city of about 10 million, they're having millions of these incidents, people like this in their states because they are right on the border. So rightfully so, they are spreading around the love. You guys want to let them in? Well, here, you guys can help house them because we can't continue to do it. It is impossible for these states to take care of that many people. And since Joe Biden doesn't want to stop the flood of people coming in here, well, then I guess Joe Biden needs to learn how to house them in every state because that's the way it's going to be. But it's nice to see that people are taking a stand. I feel bad that this 65-year-old lady had to even deal with that. She's an immigrant herself. She's been here for a long time. She's a hard worker. She's obviously cleaning hotel rooms. And she got put into a situation that she, sh- on all accounts, shouldn't even be in. She should be doing normal hotel work. These people are staying in these hotels demanding that they get to stay in them permanently because they have nowhere to go. They have no- <laughs> it's just, it's a disaster. The whole situation is is toxic and explosive. And and that's exactly what's happening. It's going to start exploding everywhere. Yet another example of how messed up and weak our country is right now. The border everywhere internally, we're just a disaster. And it's all because of this administration. It was not trending in this direction before Joe Biden took office. We weren't heading down this path. China was behaving themselves. Russia was behaving themselves. Our allies were still with us and still strong. None of that was happening. Our borders were secure. We weren't having that problem. And since our borders were secure, we weren't having the influx influx of drugs that we're having in a country. Everything was better before. Joe Biden gets in, liberal policies, liberal mindset. And everything goes to hell in a handbag. And all the left wants to do is try to blame it on the previous administration. But they want to accept no blame in everything that's happening right now when it is directly a result from their policies and laws that they have put in place. God, save our country. Believe it or not, I actually do pray for that every night. That he spare our country. Part of every night when I stand there and pray I pray that God spare this country because I know there are so many of us that are still here and still calling to the Lord. And I I just, I have faith that he won't let us down. I know we may have to go through some tough times because that's part of life. You're not guaranteed a smooth life. Yeah, but I pray that in the end, he saves our country. All right, I know it's a little shorter today. That's what I got for you. Hopefully we will see what what shakes out with Trump. Uh, again, I don't really expect anything out of this whole disaster uh, other than what you're seeing here. Uh, then maybe they're covering up some stories uh, or they're just trying to continue the hate for Trump and make people believe you know, everything that they want them to believe about him or it's just for a picture so they can say they finally got him. Whatever the case may be, I don't really believe a whole lot's going to happen here, uh, but we're going to have to wait and see. So we'll see what happens today. And uh, if anything drastically changes tomorrow, we'll talk about it tomorrow. If not... There's plenty of other news going on, and that doesn't always need to be the main focus. Beyond that, I hope you are enjoying your Tuesday. Uh, We will do it again tomorrow for sure. Uh, If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. And if you would uh, like to reach out to me at LittleJoeCC.com, go to the contact section. Beyond that, have a beautiful rest of your day.